Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Marcus De Silva. This is the Mysteria Podcast, and this is the first episode of the solo series that I'm going to be doing, discussing some of the physical, mental training that I am going to be doing for the upcoming two records that I'm training for, uh, Guinness Records, the one-hour chin-up record and the one-hour pull-up record, as well as getting involved with ultra-marathoning, aiming for the end of this year, and certainly uh, we'll be starting uh, on er, in the new year 2024 so lots of exciting things coming up hopefully a few more guinness records as well uh, at the end of this year so just kind of i'm kind of seeing what works out better some more guinness records are getting more involved with the running so we'll kind of leave that as a coin toss uh, for a little bit uh, so it's been a long time since i posted i guess it's been about seven weeks give or take so during that time, I basically just needed to get my house in order. I essentially allowed some personal and professional challenges, discrepancies, whatever you want to call them, to pile up. And I just wasn't being proactive in handling them. And they just kind of, you know, again, piled up and smacked me in the face. And then I had to <laughs> get my act together and start uh, taking care of business. So the... First few weeks were actually pretty crappy because I also was dealing with, or not also, I was dealing with insomnia as a result of all these different little stressors piling up. And I'm just kind of prone to that ever since I was a teenager. Uh, just I also don't really like sleep. I, I really don't understand people who like sleep. So when you're geared like that and then all of a sudden you get hit with a few stressors, then you're just not sleeping. And uh, yeah, sleep deprivation can be real nasty. So uh, got that under control, uh, which is obviously good. And then started being uh, not just taking care of the issues when they arose, but now actually laying the groundwork and setting a path forward for my professional career, which is obviously very exciting. Originally, the idea was you graduate university, you graduate from your law degree, you go be a courtroom lawyer. That was always the, the path. Uh, I mean, this, that was a path that was in place, you know, I don't know, eight years ago or something like that. Then, you know, time moves forward, even up until, uh, even throughout the university career, that was still the idea. Really, when things started to change was the final year of university and then since then. The experience of starting the podcast was a huge factor. Uh, It was a a real great way for me to get out of my comfort zone, and that's essentially why I started it. That and I thought, you know, I could be good at this one day, essentially, was the thinking there. Uh, It was lots of challenges. It was a great way to develop a skill set and work on some attributes and just kind of keep moving and just see what happens. And then obviously the Guinness record was another big thing uh, for me as far as uh, interest and learning how to work. Uh, I mean, just as simple as that, how do I work? And, And not just work smart to not work hard, but how smart can I work to allow me 
to work as hard as I possibly can. You know, I think that's that's the the emphasis there is how far can I go and how many how many things can I do to allow me to work at my best under any and all conditions. And obviously that type of skill set when you break it down to its most generic form such as that, you can apply that anywhere. There's virtually every option available to you on how you want to utilize that skill set to progress you in the direction that you choose. And so you kind of put all that together and basically what it's come down to is in order to utilize my legal education, which I do enjoy, obviously that discipline is still very captivating to me. And the way that I've constructed it is, uh, as far as I know, created an occupation that doesn't actually exist. It's a combination of several jobs put together, and it has little elements of other areas of interest of mine, but it's having to do with the entertainment field, essentially. And that's kind of the, that's, that's kind of the path that's got laid out for me. And I've had a bunch of meetings in the last couple of weeks in particular with some very successful and very cool people. Uh, kind of shocked in a bit of a way, to be honest, but uh, they seem to, or they're at least interested in the potential that they see in what it is that I'm trying to achieve. And what I'm also really excited about is that uh, well, A, it will allow me to keep doing the podcast. You may have to adjust how frequently you do it, but to be able to actually continue to do it will not be an issue. And also the entrepreneurial aspect to it. it it's scalable in a way that excites me from a business perspective as well. So it's not just a, a law career. It's law and business and you know, how we kind of gel those things together. So all in all, very exciting. Feels great to actually have my act together and not being a dumbass, as Red Foreman would say. And yeah, you know, we're, we're here. This is what we're doing. So this series, I, I think in the introduction episode four or five episodes ago, uh, welcome to the show. I talked about calling this series the training update series. I do not like that name because it's very boring and it's lame. I tried a bunch of other names, couldn't really, just wasn't really happy with any of them. So we're just going to call these episodes by their episode name, leave it at that. And I imagine after I do a handful of these episodes, I'll get a better feel for it. And then I'm sure I'll get an idea on, oh, that's a good name to call it. So we're going to still have the guest episodes. Those are coming up. This Friday is going to be the first one. I have a bunch of those recorded. So I've been, even though I've not been uploading, I've been recording and have a lot more scheduled in the next uh, four to six weeks. So all in all, very exciting. The mythology series is still going to happen. Looking at premiering that in June, that's going to be a limited series, looking at five to eight episodes for that. Originally, the idea was to do both that, both the mythology series and this training series together. Once I started doing the research for them, I quickly realized that was not the best way to do it. 
it could be done, but I just didn't like the way that it flowed or the fact that it didn't have much flow. And so I think what's better as far as creating, just creating better podcasts, going to do them section by section. So going to do whatever, 10, 12 of these episodes and then move on to those mythology episodes and do that as a limited run. So all in all, quite excited. Lots of great things going on personally, professionally, all good. Uh, what's also very exciting about the professional side of things too, is that I'm hopeful that it will take me outside of Vancouver, which obviously would be pretty cool to move to a a bigger market and create some different opportunities. It's, It's as scary as it is moving to a different place, you know, scary quote unquote, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to go somewhere that you've never been and then just make it happen. Uh, so it's, that, that's, it, it's a steep learning curve, but oof, once you get the hang of it, man, it's a lot of fun. And so I'm hoping that, uh, you know, we'll get some, as far as doing some good things and work, but having fun with it too. And fortunately I can say that it's, uh, I'm having, I'm having quite a bit of fun, uh, these last couple weeks in particular. And so we're going to keep that optimism moving forward. All right. Fast and Furious with these episodes, uh, these are going to be, you know, 15 to 20-ish minute uh, podcasts. Uh, I just think it's better to get the information out there and then just kind of keep moving with it. And so, all right, why am I even doing these episodes? So, as I said, training for a couple Guinness records, one-hour pull-ups, one-hour chin-ups, I'm nowhere near in the condition that I need to be in, in order to actually have a decent shot at breaking those records. So this is an accountability check for myself, these episodes. My mental game has atrophied significantly. And so I need to just attack it and improve and move forward. And I figured that doing podcasts, talking about the mental emotional, spiritual, little bit, physical, a little bit, um, as well. The reason I don't want to actually talk too much about the physical side of things is that it's really boring. Like who really cares how many reps you're doing or what you're training? I mean, it just is boring. There are a couple kind of interesting things that I'm doing and in which case I'll bring them up as necessary. But other than that, really the purpose of this series is, a journal diary style series of, of podcasts where I'm breaking down the mental game on what is required for you to be an elite, not just an elite performer, but an actual winner. And that's, so that is really what you need to keep in mind. If you're going to listen to these episodes, this is not about how to be better than average. This is not how to be average. This is not how to be great. This is about how to be the absolute best version, guns blazing, unstoppable, bad shit. That's what we're doing, okay? <laughs> so that's the level that we want to be operating at. And so there's probably going to be things that I say and concepts that I bring up that are like, holy crap, like, you know, that's intense. But yeah, that's what, that's what we're doing. Um, at least that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm surrounding myself with people who are also doing that 
in a variety of different fields, but what they all have in common is that they're all trying to be the absolute best versions of themselves and work as hard as they possibly can and do as much good as they possibly can. That's the level that we're striving for. So I need you to keep that in mind. This also, I would say, um, there's going to be some episodes as well. I'm really excited actually for the one we're going to talk about emotion and the do's and don'ts of that. Really need you to keep in mind as well with the content of these episodes. There's really not much personal, or pardon me, I would say do not take this stuff, <laughs> the concepts and the, the, the different ideas that are going to be discussed and then directly apply them to your personal life. It's probably not going to work out well for you. With anything, there's always multiple uses for any given tool. You just need to be mindful of that in how you do it and how you want to approach that situation. This stuff is directly applicable to anything that's performance-based. And in my mind, I generally only am thinking about athletics, academic, academia slash work, your professional aspirations, kind of link those two together, um, and entrepreneurship as well. So I'd say those are the things that I'm kind of constantly in my head. That is the frame through which I construct these podcasts. I, I mean, part of the thing with these as well is that I also like the idea of engaging in a dialogue, albeit one-sided, because uh, I can't hear you talking back to me, of course. But the idea is to engage in a conversation so that you can take these tools and, and apply them anywhere, anyhow, that you think will yield positive results for you and or the people around from you, ideally both. So really, really need you to keep that in mind because there's going to be some provocative things that we're going to talk about where I'm, and I'm going to get fired up too. And that's kind of part of the, <laughs> that's part of the pulling back the curtain that these episodes will inevitably have, uh, that effect. When I host the, the guest episodes, the focus for me is the guest. So the, the approach that I take is very different. And the elements of my personality, th there's certain elements that are going to be more at the forefront and some are going to be more in the background. And then when I do these episodes, you're going to get a, a much more raw version of myself. Both, both are honest. Both are honest representations of myself, but just in different contexts. And I think with these, obviously, I have a, <laughs> I get a little, I get very excited. I get fired up about this stuff. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to do it in a way where it's okay to hear enthusiasm, uh, but obviously, like the language, I like to swear and stuff when I get real fired up. So I got to like be mindful of that. But you know, just bear with me. Uh, it's also very interesting to be doing these episodes with no. No one else. It was just by myself talking into a microphone, getting fired up, which is odd and takes a little while to get used to. But hey ho, that's what we do. So let's rattle through this here and get people moving along. Get you moving. Go do some something positive with this information. Desire alone is meaningless. Name of this episode. Okay. Quite a statement. So what are we looking at? Well, desire. Keywords. 
I guess, well, two keywords, desire and alone, okay? Now, you take alone out of that sentence or out of that phrase, and the whole thing changes. That I would disagree with. Desire is meaningless. That's not what we're saying. But desire alone, absolutely, unequivocally, meaningless, worthless, does nothing for you. You need it to be accompanied by well, I'd say something, but a lot of things. One thing in particular, that being hard work. Desire and hard work will yield results. Will likely re yield results. <laughs> it's a, that is a bit of an oversimplification. You are going to need a lot more weapons and or a lot more tools in your toolkit to keep you moving forward and progressing to get results because that's what we're talking about. We want results. We want to win and we want to fail forward. That's what we want. We're not here just to play the game. We're not here just to show up. We're here to dominate, win, and move forward and get the next thing. That's the idea. So that being said, well, desire. I mean, I guess you also have to understand, well, what is that? Desire, I think we all kind of have our own ideas or interpretations uh, about what that could be. Obviously, as far as uh, at a superficial level, desire for a donut, right, is, is not <laughs> that's not the desire that we're talking about, although donuts are amazing. It's desire to achieve something, achieve a goal, reach an objective. That's what we're, that's the context through which we're interpreting the word desire right alongside that what is its utility so it has some type of use uh, usefulness otherwise there would be just no purpose for it and we wouldn't be talking about it other thing to remember or the other question is we need to address well what it is that we need to accompany desire and bring it into reality all right so those are the three the three questions that are concerning us for today so part one, what is desire and what is its utility? Very simply, I would say that desire is the signal that commands and, and directs your attention and your focus. Attention and focus are two different things. For the purpose of today, you can consider them to mean roughly the same thing because they, they do share some common elements to them, but they are different. Attention and focus are two different things. But I would say for the purpose of desire, it commands and directs your attention and your focus. It's a target that gives you something specific to aim for. Specificity is very critical when it comes to desire. You, you can't just say, well, I mean, if the idea is you want to, I want to run a marathon. Okay, that's, that's a good thing to aim for. Now, do you want to run a marathon or do you want to complete a marathon? Because that's two different things. Running and completing one are not the same. Running one just means you showed up. Completing one means you saw it through. And then the next level would be, well, how fast do you want to, do you want to achieve that marathon? What, what do you want your time to be? When do you want to do it? Those are the things that start to bring desire, which is an abstract idea or, or an abstract concept into something that allows you to take action in order to achieve and step forward to. 
Another way that you can think about desire is it's part of the unconscious self that recognizes where self-improvement is required. You're striving to actualize the potential that you possess, whether you know it or not. And so this whole idea of this unconscious element to achievement is something that's been interesting to me for the last six months in particular. I don't really have a lot of understanding about it, and certainly not enough to be making statements, but I have a lot of questions about it. It's a very solid area of interest for me. So that's just something I want you to keep in mind. It will be something that will get addressed either directly or in passing as, as we progress through this series. But that's also something that it, it has this intrinsic element where it, it seems to rise from within, right? That Phoenix metaphor about, you know, self-actualization and achievement and through the process of working to your capabilities and then moving beyond them into the territory of the unknown, there's a destruction and rebirth that occurs. That all seems to occur to me somewhat conscious, but also somewhat unconscious or subconscious. I would say that's, that is a fair assessment to make, but anything further than that, I'm not too sure. <laughs> it's, it's hard to understand when, because there are instances where it seems like there's this desire or this idea, a hope to achieve something so great and so beyond any perceived expectation that it does seem to be happening outside of, of it seems to be happening inside and outside of you simultaneously. It's, it's this very strange thing. Um, so that's about as much as I can say about it now, but I would just say to keep that in mind, it's, it's food for thought. And then uh, quickly to answer or address part two of that is what is its utility? Well, it gives you direction. Uh, whether you follow that direction or not is entirely up to you. Uh, but it gives you direction. It gives you a framework for which you can move towards and create a structure of habits and behaviors that will lead you to the promised land, as it were. And that's, that's what it can do for you. Now, what else do you need to accompany desire? And what makes it useful? Because on its own, as we said, you're nothing more than somebody who says they want to do something. I mean, that's, that's really where it begins and ends. And I think we all know these people. We, we have these people in our lives who, well, I guess it goes into, it's bi-directional. These are people who either say that, oh, I really want to do that one day, right? Fill in the blank. I want to do fill in the blank one day. Or they go, you know, I really wish I could just get out of this situation. I really wish I could change something about the situation. So they're either trying to move towards something or they're trying to move away from something that's already affecting them or afflicting them rather. And it's very, fr I have a real difficult time with these people. My blood pressure just skyrockets. I start to shake my head internally because I'm just like, just stay focused, man. Like, don't get fired up. Just stay focused. It's all good. But man, these people drive me insane because it's, it's so frustrating. 
because all they're saying is nothing. That's what they're saying. When they say, I want to do this one day, or I really need to make a change, but they don't make any changes. There's no action. There's no action behind any of these complaints or these desires. It's just lip service, words, fairy dust, nothing. It's make-believe. It's nothing. It's worthless. And that just ugh, drives me insane. We don't want to be doing that. We don't want to be those people. Those people take energy from the people around them. Undeservingly, they take that energy. Their negativity or their pacificity takes the energy from people and it just disperses it into nothingness. It's, it's a terrible way to be. And man, don't be those, don't be that. Don't be that person. You're better than that. Those people are better than that. They just, you know, they're in it. And I don't know, they can't see it or whatever. But I mean, you just can't be doing that. And we don't want to do that. That's not going to lead to massive levels of success, which is what we want, right? Well, okay. So what do you need then? You need action. You need hard work. You need dedication. Uh, all those things. Um, well, okay, I got a list. We'll, we'll rattle through some of these. You need a plan of attack. You need discipline, situational awareness, persistence, perseverance, grit, accountability, creativity, and an ability to trust your insti instincts are some of the things that you need in order to accompany desire, in order to bring about a perceived ideal. Uh, there's a lot more things as well. Um, in order to be a, a winner, it's, it's going to take a lot. Uh, I think you just have to sacrifice as well is, is a, another one that should be on that list, that short list. But we're going to get into a lot of those topics as we move forward, of course. But for the understanding of today, it's desire with action and or you can use them interchangeably hard work in this instance. Things like, you know, good enough, you know, you'll hear that a lot, you know, good enough uh, for, for a job done. <laughs> good enough is a phrase. What else? Uh, showing up is half the battle. That's another one that gives me instant uh, high blood pressure and anxiety and makes me want to punch a wall uh, <laughs> out of frustration because I'm like, no, it's not that. If you think showing up is half the battle, if you're listening to this and you think showing up is half the battle, I need you to understand that you are so far away from being a, a, a champion, a winner, that like you really need to have a moment to yourself and analyze that type of self-talk. Because good enough means, well, a lot of things. It generally means subpar. It means comfort zone level achievement, um, which you're unwilling to venture further out. So there's a lack of courage, I would say. You're holding yourself back. You're not, you're not even giving yourself the opportunity to be courageous and to go out and push yourself and to achieve in a way that's beyond your current capability, which is obviously exciting. Why would you deny yourself that? You're doing yourself a disservice. And yeah, showing up is half the battle. For the records that the two that I'm doing right now, if I really believed that showing up was half the battle, I just might as well pack it up and not even try them. Showing up is one, 
Is it one, maybe 1% showing up as 1%? I think you can make that to be a fair statement. So you have to adjust your frame of reference as well. Uh, and, and if you think, you know, you just want to go out and do something, you have that desire, you need that reality check and you need to understand that this is going to be very, very challenging. And that's the beauty of it. You owe yourself the challenge to go out and make something happen. Go be better. Uh, th there's a reason that when you see a, a caterpillar, was a caterpillar turns into a butterfly or something like that? I don't know. That metamorphosis, right? That, that phoenix, it's that destruction and rebirth. Well, destruction looks unpleasant, doesn't it? It's called destruction. <laughs> it's a giveaway in the name. But that's the, the whole point is that most people will quit either before or at that moment. But you have to see it through in order for that full circle to come through. You need to, have, you need to get broken down in order to be reborn and, and grow, right? That's, that is the idea. So yeah, that that those phrases, those limiting phrases about you know good enough and showing up to half the battle, you I'll make up the work tomorrow. That's another one. Oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Let me rest today. You know, again, you're also making that assumption based on the idea that you're going to be around tomorrow. I mean, that's an assumption. I mean, for most of us, it's a relatively safe one, I guess, right? I mean, it's, it, it is accurate. Most of us are going to, in fact, be around here tomorrow. But what you're doing is you're, you're, you're not taking advantage of today and, and not even taking advantage. You're not even showing appreciation or any type of gratitude for the opportunity that you have today. And let's be honest, every minute or every second of every minute of every hour of every day has the exact same value. It has the same value. There, there's no, like I, that's always like my, I'm such a Grinch around Christmas time. And, and that's like the excuse that I'll always make. We're like, why don't you celebrate? Like, why don't you like celebrate? I'm like, it's just any other day. Today is just like every other day. It, it's just because a calendar says something and, and we socially will have these traditions around certain days doesn't make it any more or less valuable than any other day of the year. It all has the same tremendous value and there's all there's there's the same opportunity in every one of those moments. And to just flippantly say that I'm going to make it up tomorrow or I'll, I'll push it towards tomorrow that procrastinating attitude you're you're not appreciating the opportunity you're, you're squandering the opportunity that you have today to make a difference to, to make a positive change and move forward you can't squander those opportunities because you're not actually entitled to them to be to just think that you're going to be around tomorrow you're not entitled to that i'm hopeful that you'll be there right <laughs> of course we're all hopeful that we're going to be there and sure in a lot of our cases we are we will but geez to just kind of have such a flippant attitude towards it. I just think you're doing yourself a disservice. Just take, take the opportunity as they come. Make the most of it. Take that rest day. You know what? Take your rest day tomorrow. You want to take it today? Do it tomorrow. Just do the work today. That's it. Just don't take that rest today. Do it tomorrow. 
do it tomorrow. And then when tomorrow comes, you say the same thing. <laughs> Not today, just do it tomorrow, right? If you're gonna push anything back, you push back that rest day and you get the work done today. I think that's a good place to stop today. I guess the one thing I'll conclude with is desire obviously has its purposes. It, it's something that it gives you a little bit of light. It can start, it, it, it's, it is what goes into making a fire. And if you want to think of it, think about it like this, is that desire and hope is the kindling to the fire, right? It's the, it's all that, it's the little spark. It's that little, you have to be delicate with it. And once you get it going, you get the smoke, you get a little bit of a flame and the hard work is the branches and the twigs, whatever. That is, the, that is what you build on, that desire, to turn it into a big fire. And that's what we want. We don't want a little fire, we want a big old fire. So that's really the purpose of it. You wanna use it in order to get you to where you wanna be. You just have to remember that anybody can want anything. I mean, at the end of the day, anybody can want anything, but how many people actually go and achieve that thing? Very few. That's the difference. The separator is the hard work and the dedication that's required, among other things. So you really need to understand if, if there's something that you want, you really got to break it down. Specificity is key. What is it that you want? What is it that you're actually desiring? Do you even know? You got to really understand because if you don't really know, even for that marathon example, well, why do you even want to run that marathon anyway? What's un what is the underlying element, that underlying desire that is igniting that passion or that fire within you? Break it down. Be specific. Then once you get that together, you got to go out and start making it happen and start making moves. And you really owe it to yourself to see it through. At the very least, just give it your best. Give it a good effort. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to fail forward. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with learning a lesson and, and to keep moving. At least you had the courage to go out there and make an effort. And there's tremendous value in that. But give it your best. Often you'll find that your best is actually going to be good enough <laughs> to get you to that result. So keep that in mind, folks, and we will see you tomorrow.